When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Fuck the news lately. I have been listening to nothing but like video game podcasts. I'm just really into video games right now, man. And like, I hate to say it, but like Pokemon Go, really fucking big into Pokemon Go right now and not really giving a shit about the news. And it's fucking great. Sometimes you just need a break from the news, you know? Dude, honestly, that's exactly what it's going to be like when I go camp. I'm just disconnecting from everything next week. And I'm really fucking excited for it. You ever listen to like Skill Up? Uh, I'm subscribed to him, but I haven't checked out any of his content. Um, I haven't listened. Months. When I was on Night Shift, I used to listen to him and his brother. They did a side podcast called like Layman Gaming, and I would listen to them, and I was like, oh, I forgot about that motherfucker. So I checked him out, and I was like, oh, I wonder if he has thoughts on the Destiny DLC, and he sure fucking does, because he's been playing Destiny since forever. And so I listened to that, and like, because I'm kind of done with Final Fantasy 16, dude. I fucking hate it. I really do. It's so fucking Dang. stupid. You I know. literally went from praising it to hating it in like three Well, here's the thing. Right? Well, first of all, that's a really long time. Second of all, there's like a reason. Because you know when you first start playing a game and it's super heavy on like cutscenes and filling you in on what's going on and you're like, all right, let me let me play this fucking game, dude. Let's play this game. And then it would let you play the game and you're like, oh, this is fun. And then it'd be like, oh, here's some more and here's some more and here's some fucking bullshit. And here, oh, now you're sitting on the, uh, you're sitting on a castle wall at night and the moon is up and you're having some fucking blah, 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 blah. Mm -hmm. The game never shuts the fuck up, dude. I don't fucking care. Let me just play it. And the game just won't let me play the fucking game. So it's like, all right, do I want to play Destiny DLC or do I want to play Armored Core 6? And that's what I've been. So I've been YouTube and that. And then, because you guys have been talking about Starfield for forever, right? Not forever, for two days. <laughs> for fucking ever. I th- no, you guys won't for, shut up about Starfield. For two days. <laughs> well, I kept thinking that Starfield like comes out next year. Well, apparently it comes out like today. Yes. And you know how I feel. I don't know, dear listener, you might not know, but I have hated Bethesda for a long time since 2011. I, don't get me wrong. I like Skyrim a lot in 2011. It was so much fun. And then I was like, I like these guys. So I'm going to play Fallout 4. Fallout 4 fucking sucked. That game is broken as fuck. You can't even shoot things in this fucking game, dude. You have to use the VAT system to slow down time to even shoot anything. And then what? So you're left with melee weapons, right? So you. It's just you, like, kind of just smacking the air. Your character is just like a little whack animation, and the thing's like, ow, ow, ow. I was like, this is so fucking stupid that I couldn't even finish the game because I needed an item to continue with the faction I wanted to align with. And in my game, the item did not exist. So I was like, I got to wait for a patch because it was a known issue. And then I stopped giving a fuck after a while, and I was like, I'm not. And I was like towards the end, too. Um, honestly, there's a lot of people that share your sentiment, and that's why a lot of people were already just really skeptical about Starfield. Not done. Then Dishonored comes out, and I'm like, that game looks dope. That game fucking sucks as well. Their engine sucks. You can't have, you can't do combat in their engine. It doesn't work. You you can't, like, here's the thing about Destiny, that, like, Destiny, the story is fucking bullshit. They have no idea what they're doing with the story. They have no idea what they're doing with guns or Gambit or Crucible. They have no idea what they're doing. But they do one thing insanely well. 
fucking combat. You can shoot things, you can bash things, and it all feels fucking great to the point where all that other stuff doesn't really matter because it's just fun to fuck shit up in Destiny. Bethesda is the exact opposite. The world is cool. The story is cool. Everything is cool, but you can't interact with any of it because it all fucking doesn't work. And then Dishonored 2 comes out, and I was like, maybe they got their shit together. Nope. Then Fallout 76 comes out, and I didn't buy that one. I bought I bought, I bought Dishonored 1 and 2. Fallout 76 comes out, and everybody's like, oh, online Fallout, that'll be cool. And I also was like, that does sound fun, and fucking dog shit. They're still working to make that thing better. And then they get bought by Microsoft, and I'm like... You can fucking have them. Oh, my God. If they would have bought, like, Insomniac or a studio that I liked, like, um, f- from software that, like, Elden Ring, I would be devastated if Elden Ring 2 wasn't exclusive to Xbox. I would, I'd have to buy a fucking Xbox, right? Like, that would devastate me. But they're like, oh, we're buying Bethesda. I was like, <laughs> neat. What are you going to buy next? Fucking Activision? <laughs> yup. <laughs> they're kind of buying it. Meanwhile, Sony picks up Bungie quietly. Um, not picks up. They're just partnered with it. Bungie's still open, though. Nope, they bought them outright four billion dollars. You are yeah, but incorrect, not, ma'am. They're not exclusive, is what I'm saying. Right, but the only thing making them not exclusive is Sony letting them be on other platforms that at was any part moment. Of their be- agreement when they bought bought them out. That's all it is. Nah, I'm not so sure about that. I'm not sure that's how that works when you own something. No, no, no. Part of the agreement was, yeah, you can buy us out, but we will remain on all platforms, basically. Okay, and then they could shut down Bungie and then just, like, reopen it. I'd call it Bungie 2 and then do whatever they want with them. They own them now. If they wanted to, but it's like, why go through all that hassle? I'm No, I'm not saying that they will. I'm just arguing also, with you about brings... the fact that they fucking own them. Anyway, that's not what we're here to talk about. So, everybody's been super psyched. Like, dude, StarCraft is... No, what? Starfield. Starfield's gonna come out and it's gonna be so fucking groundbreaking and it's gonna it was a bunch of like No Man's Sky hype. Remember No Man's Sky? Um, That's a Stony suit that Sony yes. bought that one. <laughs> okay, keep going. I, so, I have like dude, there's I'd gonna like to be a hundred like there's gonna be a hundred solar systems and ten planets each and oh it's gonna be so rad and it's gonna be like Skyrim or Fallout in space and I'm like dude. Bethesda fucking blows. It's gonna suck. And then so today the reviews start coming out and like you posted. Some, I'm not trying to belittle what you posted, but it was some website that I've never heard of gave it five stars. And you were like, this website never gives anything five stars. And I was like, okay. So I go over to YouTube and this, the guy that I like is like, um, what's the name of it? Wait to buy. What, what is it? Things to know before you buy. No. Is that what it is? No. He posted- before you buy, before you buy. Yeah. And he's, he's just like, I'm going to tell you my thoughts on the game and if it's worth buying. That's about it. And I usually watch his stuff. Like, he's he's not led me wrong too many times. I can't think of a single time. And he's like, it's all right, I guess. Like, it's fine. It's fun. It's kind of it's kind of broken in some places. And the combat doesn't really work. But, like, it's fun. But, like, you know, like yeah, it has a bunch of planets. But they're all procedurally generated. So it's basically you have 17 ingredients and you just see them in different orders. And it's just like, <laughs> fucking knew it. Um, okay, so uh, I don't really have much hype for Starfield aside from the fact that, oh, it'll be good to revamp my gaming channel. Yeah. Oh, it. it'll be hot content for sure. Yeah, that's really my only interest in Starfield. Um, just because I don't, maybe this is a hot take or whatever, but I don't really care about open worlds and all that stuff. I, I value a good story in a game more than anything else. <laughs> you might like Final Fantasy then because they will not shut the fuck up. 
I don't no, not like just talking all the time, but I mean you have a rich narrative that comes together. It's that's why Elden Ring is so interesting. Yeah, it's no. very it's very combat focused, but there's such interesting lore behind no. it. No. The lore in Elden Ring, I, I I'm telling you this as somebody who listened to days worth of podcast explaining that lore. I fucking don't understand a word of it. Oh, okay. But uh, okay, I guess let me let me pivot to something else then. Halo. I really like the lore and story. Oh uh, yeah. I read like uh, they they had like Halo books. I read a couple of those. They're dope. Yeah. So it's just I I treasure that more than because I the the weird hype around not hype but the weird like I guess trend with new games these days is oh we have a massive world oh it's a world is this size I'm just like bro I don't give a fucking shit how big the world is what's your narrative like what's your story like what are your characters like (laughs) like I'm with you to a point. Um, cause like I say, Elden Ring rules the story fucking cuckoo bananas. I don't understand it whatsoever. And I wanted to, I could tell some, like something's happening here. Like, I want to know why is there this tree? Why is the tree on fire? Why are you doing this? Like, why are you doing, I wanted to understand. And I listened to, like I say, a bunch of podcasts about it. And I, it's like the, the two fingers split away from the three fingers and they, they are literal fingers that hang out in the little hub world, like literal two fingers. I don't I don't understand a word of it. Like I trust me, if you play Elden Ring and you understand it, come here and explain it to me because I, I wish I understood. I don't get it. Um, but here's the thing, it didn't matter because the world was just so much fucking fun to go play around in. So it was like a massive open world, and it was just like there's a bunch of fucking monsters out there. Good luck, buddy. And I was like, Oh, that's all right, dude. I loved Elden Ring. And um, then like Destiny, Destiny is like Destiny and Star Wars will always be like birds of the same feather. Mm-hmm. They tried to make you think that they knew what they were doing when really they have no fucking plan whatsoever. And they're just 23 skidooing shit right before the due date. They're the kid who didn't do their homework and the teacher's coming around and collecting it. And lucky for them, they sit on the other side of the room. So they're just like frantically writing stuff. And then the teacher gets to them and they're like, finished. <laughs> Yeah, no, that sounds about right. Um, no, it's like okay. Let let me rephrase this a little bit. I'm okay with an open world. I just don't like that. That seems to be what games are going for first as a selling point is my bigger problem. I guess. Yeah. Um, I feel like if you could, because and this is what I can appreciate about closed games is a good narrative and good characters will leave a far bigger impression on you after playing a game than a world will. Elden Ring. I'm going to say, let's say that Elden Ring is a very safe exception. Okay. Well, okay, let's think about it. Okay. Oh, a big open world with characters that you love? Red Dead. That is also an exception. <laughs> uh, Grand Theft Auto. Uh, I didn't, I didn't, I'm meh with Grand Theft Auto. Bruh, come on, yeah. Trevor. Trevor will stick with me for forever. I'm I'm really meh on that story in all honesty. Yeah. What's your experience with it then? Like how many times did you play it? Like did you beat it? What's your I experience? I played I played the story through once when it first came out. I was just kind of like it it was it had its moments, but it's just like I had played several other GTAs before that, right? I'm just like I liked those better. So I guess it was also a nostalgia thing. I guess I had mm-hmm. some bias going into it. Um, it's not a bad story. I just didn't, I was just like, whatever with it. That's really all it is. I get you. Like, I don't love the story. 
like the story is nothing unique. I'm just saying like the character of Trevor, the character Trevor's of Michael. Cool. Yes. Like Michael, like hating his fucking kids. I we, like me and Mrs. Yeti still quote like w- when you switch between characters in Grand Theft Auto, like the camera pulls back from the character mm-hmm. you were on and then it focuses in on the world mm-hmm. and the character that you're switching to, like Michael, he's just out in the world doing something and then you just catch up with him. And one of them, he's standing on a bridge looking at a pond. Oh, what was his kid's name? Fuck, what was his kid's name? I don't, I don't remember. Bobby? It's worth it. No, I got it. Jimmy. It's oh, Jimmy. Okay. And he's just standing at a bridge looking at a pond and he just goes, Jimmy. Because <laughs> he hates his kid. His kid's is like a little like like a little like wannabe thug like mm-hmm. gamer fucking just like uh, trying to be like wannabe mad lad and his daughter's becoming like a porn star his wife's a hoe he just hates his life there. <laughs> it's so funny and it's made by a fucking english company uh um so funny okay i'm just trying to think of it oh, okay halo infinite is one that comes so i know you probably didn't play halo infinite because you I don't only have an xbox but... i had an xbox 360 here's the thing i played halo 4 no i'm talking about infinite infinite's the last one that came out two years ago yeah um halo infinite was meant to be a soft reboot to the franchise and what they did is they combined a massive open world with like side quests and then there was a main storyline main storyline was kind of cool but the open world was shit. It was really repetitive. There was no variety in what I was doing. If, if, in all honesty, like I ended up just completing everything in the open world just so I could get the achievements at that point. But I would yeah. have liked that it just went back to the roots and focused on a story. Like I don't know why oh. an open world was even considered in that case. Open world that rules Horizon Zero Dawn. Open world that fucking sucks Horizon Zero Dawn 2. <laughs> I loved Horizon Zero Dawn, the first one. It was fucking awesome. Horizon Zero Dawn 2, dude, Aloy, the main character, drives you up the wall. And then, oh, wouldn't you know it? She's gay. Whoa, who saw that coming? Whoa, she's gay. Um, I'm trying to think. Um, I didn't finish. I started fast forwarding every line of dialogue, and even that wasn't enough to make me like the game. So I eventually gave up on that one. Ghost of Shishima, open world and rad. Okay. You got to get a PlayStation, dude. If you're going to do gaming podcast stuff, you really need a PlayStation. Buy me a PlayStation. There you go. Get my podcast to make that possible. And then, yeah, sure. Oh, man. I got to get two shows popular now. What's the other one? I Well, I told Cannoli or no, rather Cannoli and I made an agreement. If I can get his channel to 10K, he'll he'll start paying me. 10K what? 10,000 subscribers. You're not even a 10K. But I'm far closer than he is. <laughs> You're at like 3K. Yeah. And? It's a pipe. Okay. Like, don't get me wrong. I think that definitely you will get to 10K and pass it. But like right now, it's a pipe dream for both of you. Fuck you too, man. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry for I'm living in reality. No, you My know bad. what? I, honestly, I'm like at the rate that I've already grown, I'm pretty sure I could have hit 10K already if I could consistently make more content. The rate that you grew is fantastic. I am very weary of YouTube. I always will be. Oh, like yeah. your success that you had at the beginning could literally be a fluke. It could. It hasn't gone on long enough to consider it a trend, in my opinion. Don't get me wrong, Vex. 
I hope that if anything, this is just the beginning of your trajectory and it's just going to fucking rocket beyond what you've already done. So I'm just saying, fuck YouTube. YouTube could have definitely been like, oh, the algorithm likes you right now. And then it never likes you that much again. Cannoli has a on his channel. It's like his highest video is RRR. Right. And it got like thousands of views has never happened to him again. Oh, yet. Like, again, I like Cannoli, too. I hope he also, you know, does well. Here's where. Algorithm is very helpful. You review an Indian movie, the Indian niggas will come straight to you. Like, that's where all those views come from. Well, there's a ton of them on Netflix. What are you guys doing? There you go, right? Um, the other thing, too, is, like, I'm still learning the algorithm, but when I hit it right, I'm trying to learn from that. Is You is know the- that the algorithm is ever-changing, yes? Oh, yes, that's why I, I don't just, like, oh, this video did this, I'm going to do it again. No, I'm also learning about what I'm seeing behind the scenes right go to where the puck is gonna be the fuck does that mean it's a hockey saying it's like to make yourself a better hockey player you don't want to just be like going to the puck you want to go to where the puck is going to be okay you're just trying to say like predict uh, be a move ahead yeah there you go okay that i don't play hockey i don't know why you would use a hockey analogy. i don't play hockey either why are you using hockey analogy? Like Wayne Gretzky said it. It was a fucking like an amazing way to be like, that's how you become a better player. Like read the game so well that you know where the puck is going and there be there go. already. So right now, as it is, I just So don't... see it was a fucking great analogy. You're welcome. Anyways, as things are right now, I just don't have that time nor energy to fully dedicate that to. But if I did, I know that I could I'm like I'm fairly confident I could probably get pretty close to 10k by the end of the year. Do it. Fucking dare you. Fine. I'll do it. I'll do it. Um, Because, oh, yeah, I'm a fish. But anyway, I've told everybody who's been a fucking co-host here and like no co-host has ever really given a shit and like tried to help me grow the podcast at all. Like fucking Squints is doing more to grow the podcast than any co-host I've ever had. (laughs) He's out there telling people who work at Burger King about the podcast. Fuck yeah, Squints. No. But anyway, I'm like, dude, I would love to pay you guys. I just once I can pay me like a decent amount to the fact where it's like we don't have to feel like we're just solely dependent on Mrs. Yeti. It's like we have a little bit of wiggle room. I would love to pay you. I'll fucking pay you. Mm-hmm. All right. All right. Well, I already told you I'm going to help you out once I. Yeah, I give, I make like $100 a month ish on this podcast. So I don't really have enough to split it up between the two of us. That's That's fair. Um, <laughs> like with taxes, it's not even really worth the hassle. No, it, it, no, like, <laughs> it, it's you're good, you're good. So, um, were we gonna do news? Because I had news. Because this is a good segue. No, you're you're about to tell me about how you're going to take me with you to success. Yeah, I'm gonna take you with me. How? How? What's yeah. your plan? I haven't thought about it yet. I'm gonna be honest. <laughs> well, I'm not really a firm believer in this strategy right now. You haven't really sold me on this. Um, because I haven't really fleshed it out yet but it, it's getting there dude just so just... step one we got to get you to success and then you're gonna hook it up to the homies no step one is okay let's yeah let's go through this step one step one is i'm mm-hmm. gonna go on vacation next week oh okay 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 so you go on vacation you're gonna go to the woods you're gonna have yourself a thing you're gonna come back step two step two is i'm only gonna be working three days a week now okay okay so step two less work Yes. Step okay. three. Brainstorm. Okay. Step three is we're gonna we're gonna think about more steps. No, step three is brainstorming, not more steps. More ideas. More ideas to do what? 
to blow this podcast up. This podcast? Yes. So wait a minute. Okay, so you're going to prioritize blowing up this podcast before you blowing up yourself. Oh, I can blow up myself along the way. That's not hard. <laughs> the confidence. <laughs> <laughs> I'd love if we could smash forward to five years from now and you're working at Burger King and Squints is telling you about this podcast that you quit three years ago. <laughs> it's like, bro, 8750. <laughs> Back in my day. <laughs> <laughs> I was on that podcast. Son of a bitch. So let me let me get past the next two weeks first, and then okay. we'll, deal. we'll brainstorm. Because I got I all tell. this other shit to do as well, legally no, speaking. So no, I know. I want you to become a citizen. Like I said, I just remember I would tell Kelsey all the time. I was like, "You have a lot of free time. Like maybe here, like the the app that I use to make clips of the show. Mm-hmm. Could you help me make clips? Like it's very easy. I just give you the RSS feed, and then you can type that into the app. Like just copy paste." And then you can make clips. You can, and then you send them to me, or you can put them on your your Twitter. I was like, and you should like grow your Twitter because you know, like, then we can have you know more vectors that we can be trying to like talk to people to get the podcast going. And she was just like, no, just no, no. She's like, every now and then she beg, like, okay, I'll work on my Twitter, and then she just wouldn't. She'd do it for a week and then just stop. And I'm like, I get it. It's my pod. I'm responsible for it. I totally understand. I would just love some fucking help every now and then. You know what I mean? I feel you, dude. I feel you. Dude, like Lisa. Uh, okay, I think that a lot of Patreon patrons out there might be listening and be like, you motherfucker. You don't remember, like, Lisa, like, gave Nerd Roddick a keychain that was Aww. the Yeti. Uh-huh. She went to a meetup and gave him, like, a keychain that was the Yeti doing the metal fingers. And uh-huh. he was like, oh, yeah, Yeti, yeah, I know that guy. And I was like, oh, cool. Yeah. There you go. Like, that was cool. Like, Aaron talks about me on his stuff all the time. Like, Garrett's out there, like, retweeting me a bunch. Dwight and Javier. Like, yeah, guys. I, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? So, we're going to get you there, buddy. You just... I feel like I'm the house in Up. And I just I just need as many balloons as I can get. There you go. We're getting you there. Um, But can we do news now? <laughs> I got, like, four articles. That's it. Yeah, right, let's talk some news. Okay. Do you have the new sound? Do I have the new sound? You dare to come on here and you're like, I bet you don't even have the new sound effect ready. You and would you're stalling actually right now. That? You're stalling right now. <laughs> Saints Row developer Volition has been closed, quote, effective immediately. Yeah, um, remember that new Saints Row they made? And I'm pretty sure it was like woke AF. Yes, and it bombed um, critically. It bombed financially. It lost Embracer Group, who owns um, Volition, a lot of money, and it actually put a lot of their investors at doubt. Like, and guys, you make Saints Row, the game where you can beat people to death with dildos. What are you doing? Yeah. Um, on top of that, they lost, like I think it was like a $2 billion Saudi investment deal as well, not long after that Good, game dude, the out? Saudis need to get out of gaming. Fuck off. Like oh, them and Tencent need to fuck right off. They're getting deep in there, man. They're just keep growing and growing it. Um, so a message from the studio reads, quote, the Volition team has proudly created world-class entertainment for fans around the globe for 30 years. I wouldn't necessarily say that. We've been driven by a passion for our community and always work to deliver joy, surprise, and delight. This past yeah. June... 
Embracer Group announced a restructuring program to strengthen Embracer and maintain its position as a leader in the world video game industry. As part of that program, they evaluated strategic and operational goals and made the difficult decision to close Volition effective immediately. Yep. Um, there's there's more to the statement. I'm not, not going to bother. That's the gist of it. So what they what he's refer the, this article is referring to. So back in mid June, because of all of this, you know, the loss of the investment deals and then the financial fallout from Saints Row, and also they had all bought up quite a few studios, including like all of Square Enix's American conglomerates. They bought all of those up back in who bought those up? Embracer Group. Mm. Um, That's they, a name I'm familiar with, but I don't really know like what they're up to. It's a Swedish gaming and tech conglomerate, basically. Okay. That's all. Um, so they've been spending quite a bit of money over the last few years, and it's just fine. It's become unsustainable, and it's crashing down now. So back in June, they were like, "Listen, we're going to cancel some projects. We're going to move shit around. We're going to have to let some employees go because we need to be financially viable again." And two months later you know, volitions shutting down. So, um, of course, a lot of people on the internet were quick to be like, oh, go woke, go broke. But it's like, okay, yeah, they made a shitty game. Yeah, it was super woke. But these are a bunch of people that were passionate about what they were doing. What the fuck? What happened to base to Vex? Hold on, hold on. I'm getting there. And also, I think people forget that I don't think gaming devs have as much freedom as they used to because there seems to be a lot of pressure from the big talking heads to deliver X, Y, and Z. That totally X- depends on who you are. That's fair. That's because Rockstar North is going to do whatever the fuck Rockstar North wants to do. And no, was it I, 2K can suck a dick. I think Rockstar North has already gone woke. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, hold on. I'm, I, I totally think that GTA six will probably prove me wrong, but like, what's your example of this? So, I'm okay. So I'm just gonna follow the trail. Okay. So post the launch of Red Dead Redemption 2 back in 2018, there was quite a bit of internal drama that happened, if you remember. I remember so, the brother quit. Okay, that's that's one factor, but I was talking more about that was around the time when there was a lot more focus on like crunch culture and toxic work environments in the gaming industry. And yeah. XYZ. And they said, fuck off. Like sometimes we work hard and that's what's up. Hold on. So it came out. Uh, many people, first of all, left rockstar after the release of red dead redemption two, because it came out how hard the higher ups were working them and to what extent they were having to sacrifice things in order to get red dead redemption two out at the time it did. Ah, Dan Hauser, the Hauser brothers. Following that, following that, Dan Hauser left Rockstar. And now ever since we've had a pretty consistent trickle of people that have been with Rockstar for 20 plus years, just leaving suddenly. They're not giving reasons. They're not providing why. They're not even leaving the gaming industry. They're just leaving Rockstar. And these are people that are the reason Rockstar has the name it does. On top of this, yeah, are they going? Did Dan start his own studio? Yeah, he did, and that's a whole other shit show. It went down that um, what what are those digital things that you can buy that are pictures? NFTs. Um, yeah, he went down the NFT. It's really fucking stupid. What he side note, to do. Bioshock guy. What's his name? Dan. Ugh. Oh, um, I know who you're talking about. Right. He's working uh, on a new game, though. It's supposed to come oh, out. Oh, yeah. He's been working on that shit for a while. What? What's the fucking hold up, my guy? 
What's his uh, name? Oh, I want to say Steve, but Steve's not right. I know who you're talking dun, dun, about. Dun, dun, dun. Um, Ken Levine. There, thank you, thank you. Um, by the way, I know of someone who's working on the script for that game. They're still working on the script because it's been decades. Sorry, not the script. It's like the little like NPC narrative stuff. That's all. You um, gotta get moving, Ken. What the fuck are you doing, my guy? Dude, there's COVID. Just remember COVID. Okay. So, it it okay. Hold on. Bioshock Infinite came out when. 2013 or 14, I think. I'm going to guess 12. 2011? No, 2013. Okay. Are you sure? Do you like you just looked it up? No, I think it's 2013. Oh, you're guessing? Okay. I'm going to say 12. Uh, You were right. March 26, 2013. There you go. Um, He ain't done shit in a decade. Where, what are you doing? Let's go. It's all good, man. I'm all right. This is what that. I mean. So, like, people always say, uh, you know, de- like you just said, developers don't have as much freedom, blah, 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 blah. I get that there needs to just be a balance between developers and making your art versus somebody who controls the wallet being like, let's fucking go. Because otherwise you get Ken Levine fucking around for 10 years making Bioshock who God fucking knows what he's doing. And then you get people like Hideo Kojima just being able to put out whatever fucking bullshit creeps into his fucking head. I know Javier out there just went. <laughs> <laughs> you, Where's you my Metal a, Gear noise? You make a valid. You make a valid point, dude. Um, it just needs to be about because then otherwise you get Activision being like, "You're gonna get a Call of Duty every fucking year, and we don't care if it sucks." Go. Needs to, like can't have that, but you also just can't have artists being like, "It's not quite perfect yet." Like, so hold on, I'm just put it out, bitch. I'm just looking up at. Okay, so the game. Okay, so Judas is the next game he's working on. Yeah, the concept started in 2014. Uh huh. Um, the following I say the game. So it looks like they were just kind of dilly dallying for a bit, and then at the start of 2022, Bloomberg reported that the game has fallen into development hell with Levine's yep. style of workplace leading to employee burnout. <laughs> okay. Um. Take-Two Interactive, which owns his new st- uh, studio, Ghost Story, expects the game to release by March 2025. Yep, it's never going to happen. Well, bummer. Ken had some cool ideas, man. Oh, he did. Um, anyways, but uh, back to this Rockstar thing. So the, the right. second thing is um, Rockstar went back and actually quietly edited out several things out of GTA Five because they were considered um, not with the times. So there were some transgender jokes that they took out of there, some gay jokes as well. Really? Yes, uh, because people put up a fuss and they they cave to the mob. You can't then, cave to the mob. Well, this is the thing that I don't fucking understand is GTA. GTA fucking parodies everything in real life. So how are you going to parody everything else but not fucking transgenders? That's insane. That is insane, right? And then... You remember when the summer of love was happening two years uh, ago, three years yeah, ago? Yeah, 2020. So on the di- the big day that that shit was all going down, instead of being like, hey, instead of keeping people inside and not riding, we're going to shut down the servers for all of our games so people can go and riot. Did they really? They really did. Bungie will do that a lot, too. They're like, here's an emblem for like Black Lives Matter, and it's like a fist holding a lightning bolt and stuff and it's just like i don't like you guys being so political and they are in like they're in seattle so you know they're all woke as oh, fuck yeah. um 
I don't like it. I don't like that, dude. It's like, stay out of it. There's no need for you guys make a game where you're basically ripping off Marvel and Star Wars and you toss, you mixed it together and tossed out a game. We don't need to know where you stand on anything. Like, it, I don't know. They did another emblem for money to go towards Hawaii relief. Like, that's fine. But I don't know, man. When it gets to political shit, fucking shut up. I but I could also see how you could be like, well, Black Lives Matter. Like, I don't, I don't know. At no, the beginning, you say, could be like, that's not a political thing. That's just like, you know, it's no, to help. No, it is. It's social politics. That's oh, exactly it totally is. I yeah. see that. You see that. I could see how they couldn't see that. You know what I mean? I can see how they would be like, that's not a political thing at all. And it'd be like, <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I, Rockstar has already gone the way of woke and. I don't have, let's just say I'm skeptical about the state of GTA 6. I know there's, I'm pretty sure there's going to be a female lead. I don't even care about that because they've done female leads in GTA before. Who? I think it was GTA 2 or GTA 3 had a female lead. GTA 3, you were a silent guy and you just, that was the main character. He had a leather jacket and green pants and never spoke. GTA they, 2? I have no idea, dude. I was yeah. in sixth grade when that shit came out. There, there um, has been a female GTA lead. Since I know a lot of people are like, oh, they're finally putting female. They're going woke. It's like, no, it's happened before. Having a female is not a big deal. If if that's true, it has to be like one of the games they made for PSP, like China Wars or whatever, because I don't think you're correct. No, it was a it was a mainline. Hold on, let me. I'm going to look it up right now. Yeah. Theft Auto female lead. Because I can go through it, dude. Because in three, it, it was the silent protagonist. In four, it was San Andreas. And you were, no. Then you went to Vice City and you were Tommy Lavetti. Tommy? Tommy. First name was Tommy. Tommy somebody. Uh, so not a female. And then San Andreas, you were Carl? Carl or something? Oh, it was then, the very first GTA. GTA, the first one is a female lead. Um, so the game gave you a list of characters you could choose to play as, which included not just one, but four different women, Divine, Mickey, Katie, and Ulrika. Did you ever play GTA 1 or 2? I don't think I played GTA 1. Okay, because it was like a top-down, you were just a block, and you drove around other blocks. And oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was great. <laughs> yeah, it, I wouldn't necessarily call that a female lead. Like, maybe a female voice was like, get out of my way, bitch. But, like, I wouldn't necessarily call that a female lead. Okay, but it is still a female protagonist, okay? Yeah, this is the big, like, that's a half point at best. Like, no, dude. Oh, come on. Come on. Just get, no. <laughs> get the point. Okay, just get the point, okay? Um, but, yeah, it's not a first. And, yeah, I don't fucking care about a female lead. To me, that doesn't scream woke. It, it, I mean, if they start saying she's a strong, independent woman. Then yeah, it depends yeah, on how they go with it. Right. That's, that's what I was going to say, too. <laughs> yeah. If they make her, uh, let's see, like, who's a cool female character? Like, pick a cool female character. It's funny that we both have to stop and go, oh, uh, fuck. <laughs> We are kind of proving ourselves wrong. Um, <laughs> I, oh, oh, okay, okay. The siren from Borderlands. Huh? Okay, 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 okay. Let me let's try again. Um <laughs> Laura Croft is pretty cool in Tomb Raider. Yeah, but I mean that's debatable because a lot of people don't like the way they took Laura in the new trilogy. So I, I wouldn't played the first and second. I don't think I played the third. In the first and second, she is pretty cool. Um, third one, the first half is good. Then her character takes a hard left turn and eh, stupid. Yeah. Go figure. 
Okay, come on. We got this. Um, Strong female character that we like. Because I'm going to oh, contrast oh. it. with. Oh, okay. Uh, Ellen Ripley in Alien Isolation. It's a movie game. Let's, let's do better than it's that. It's not a movie game. It's a spinoff game. Video game female lead. Dude, this is bad that we like have to <laughs> Bayonetta sucks. Uh Kent Kina Bridge of Spirits, but she doesn't really too much of it. Actually, no, Bayonetta's pretty, pretty cool. Not really. Um yeah, she is. she's just a hussy with like stiletto guns. Hold it's on. fucking stupid. Hold on. I can tell why you like it. It's right up your fanfic alley, but it's wow. fucking stupid. <laughs> oh, okay. Actually, you know what? Um uh Mirror's Sen- Edge. Senua, Senua from Hellblade is pretty rad name one thing she said or did that was rad she was literally an insane bitch <laughs> like, yeah but she fucking she thinks slayed that there's monsters a, in her mind dude she thinks that there's a head in her bag <laughs> the end of that game I platinum that game the end of that game was literally she's just fucking crazy <laughs> I, shut up it's so cool <laughs> um let's dude, see dude we else. need like we need a uh like a, a t- Nathan Drake like we need oh, somebody like about, that um, um, the fucking chicks from Resident Evil. There's uh, Claire Redfield. There's Shiva. There's... I haven't played Resident Evil. Okay, Shiva from Resident Evil 5 was pretty cool. I'll, I'll, 22 like... best female characters. Here we go. Are we Final Fantasy 6. <laughs> Portal 2. Portal 2 had a female lead character. What are you talking yeah, about? You're a I, little I robot. The Walking Dead? Okay, yeah, okay. Um, What was her name from... What was her name? Um... Ooh. Walking Dead was cool. I uh, fell girl. off. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, cool. Clem, Clementine. There we go. Dude, when you see the the woman who does her voice, you can't see her the same ever again. It's oh. just some fat white lady. It's. I saw it um actually a couple months ago because I played the Michonne story because it was free on Game Pass. And yeah. I looked at the I looked at the the characters because there's a reference to Clementine. I was like, oh, that's Clementine. What? The I love those fuck? games, dude. I played the first like two or three of those, and I dude. I thought they were great. Did you play The Wolf Among Us at all? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Platinum that shit. Oh, Woo! my God. I'm so excited for part two of that uh, game. Keep waiting. I know. I know it's going to be a while, but I'm still excited. I started the job that I left before having kids at when they, I remember they shut down Telltale. And then they reopened it. And then they were like, Wolf Among Us 2 is still coming. And that was years ago that we heard about that. Dude, no, I'm with you. I loved, dude, like Snow White's head is in the bag all of a sudden. You're like, oh, fuck. Yeah, dude, that game. Ooh. I gotta replay that game now. So good. I, I platinumed it oh, on PlayStation. Samus. I'm not familiar enough to know if that's a character. Samus from fucking Metroid. Yeah, I know who it is, but like, I don't know. Like, does, does she ever even talk? I think she does. Assassin's Creed Odyssey. That's hilarious because you can be a guy or a girl, and I picked yeah, the guy. Now this is also from Gamer Rant, the gamer. So uh... I'm on the gamer too. Fuck, yeah. we're on the same thing. Okay. Anyway, well, here's the point I was gonna make for the lead protagonist being a woman in GTA oh, 6. Oh, they could... Sylvanas, the wind runner from Warcraft. Nope. I'm not saying these aren't real things. I'm just saying I don't know them. You don't know them. Yeah, yeah. That's fine. Like Uncharted Lost Legacy had two of Nathan Drake's bitches in it. <laughs> I platinum that game. Oh, oh, okay. What about Nier from the Nier series? Nier Autonoma. I haven't played it. It's been on my list of things to play for forever. Oh, okay. And there's uh... Senua. Uh, Horizon Zero Dawn. I did really like Aloy in the first one. I thought she was rad. And then they lost me, so now I don't see her the same no mo. 
That's funny. They have GTA characters at the very bottom of it. <laughs> I haven't played Control. The Control is on this other list. Control, I planned that game. It sucks. Oh. It's not great. Like, it's just cool because you can throw shit around, which is kind of fun. And, like, you're in this kind of FBI, and it's like, it was, it's, a, it's fun. And it's weird. Platinuming it, I think, is what ruined it for me. Because you have to, like, get everything and blah, blah, blah. Princess Peach, uh, Chun-Li, Laura Croft, La- Tina Lockhart, Final Fantasy VII character, um, oh, Ariath or whatever. I played Final Fantasy VII. Fuck that game. Um, Street Fighter, Katrina. Oh, Plague Tale Requiem. Amicia. Not ringing bells. You didn't play the Plague Tale games? I don't think so. Oh, dude, you should you should check those out. You should check those out. Okay, anyway, and then I was going to be like, she could be cool like this character, and then we were going to easily think of a female lead that we both love. <laughs> and here we and, are ten minutes later. <laughs> yeah. And I was like, or she could be like Ellie from The Last of Us, and then we could hate her. So I guess, you know, her being a female isn't necessarily indicative of how she's going to be. C- Cortana? Are you kidding me? Cortana? That's not a female lead. She's not Clementine. a yeah, I wouldn't count her as a female lead. Like Clementine, I count. Um, like Bayonetta's in here, but like Bayonetta doesn't do anything. That would be like saying that the protagonist from GTA 3 was exciting. It's like, dude, you just fucking no, he doesn't do anything. Ellie Yennefer from fucking Witcher is not a main character. Dude, you gotta play Plague Tale. I think Amicia would be the best fit in all honesty here. Dude, I actually just, we just blew up our own point about like, eh, we're sick of all these female characters. It's like, nah, dude, there are not okay. that many so good ones. Here, I guess let's rework our point a little bit. Generally, in TV and film, when they input a female character, they're not very good. And gaming is following much of a similar trend yeah. in terms of the checkmark thing. So It's just too result, shoehorned in. Like, exactly. She's, as yeah. a result, we're equally skeptical about a female protagonist in gaming. There you Dude, go. see, this is why I'm telling you, because you want to do your gaming podcast. And early in the day, I was like, we could do that because we could probably talk about video games for forever. Case in point, that was your first story. What's the next story? Uh, let me let me open up. Well, the next story is not fucking gaming related at all. Uh, that was just the one because I thought that was really interesting because it was blowing up um, the Twitter I'm, sphere today. I'm really interested in Armor Core 6. I'm just worried that it's going to be too hard for me. Like, that's my biggest fear. I know nothing about the game, so I can't even. I can't even. Dude, you're a robot and you just fuck up other robots. <laughs> oh, that sounds pretty cool, actually. I okay. know, right? But like right. it's a Souls game, so like or from FromSoft, so it could be really hard. I was worried about that with Elden Ring, but I'm so glad I was just like, "Fuck it, let's let's see how it goes. Let's roll that sixty dollar dice," and it was so good. Okay. Anyway, what? Next headline: Meteor remnants found in Pacific, not part of solar system, could be alien technology. Harvard scientist says. That reminds me of a side story. You want to hear it? Quickly. Yeah, you do. Don't quickly me, bitch. What the fuck? It's one in the morning. <laughs> we so the other night, different. Mrs. Yeti woke up at like three in the morning and she didn't know what woke her up. She thought it was her own hand like knocking on the headboard. And then turns out a bunch of security cameras caught a meteorite went over Colorado and made a sonic boom and it woke a bunch of people up. Dude, that's cool. Isn't it weird? Um, last week and it was like at 3 a.m. Nice. That's creepy, though. Witching it out. is creepy, dude. Like, imagine you're just outside with the dog taking a pee in the middle of the night, and it's, like, pitch black, the stars are out, and then all of a sudden, you'd be like, oh, shit, we're going to war with Russia. Oh, fuck. Dang. Wouldn't you immediately assume it's a nuke? Like, a, Well, no, I'm just thinking because you're out in the mountains in the middle of nowhere, it'd be, like, fucking encounters of the third kind kind of deal. Yeah, it'd be fucking creepy. Yeah. 
So a strange meteor that fell into the Pacific Ocean nine years ago came from outside our solar system, a team of Harvard scientists claimed on Tuesday, on August 29. Um, a professor and theoretical physicist, um, Avi Loeb, said that based on an early analysis of the metallic spheres that fell off the coast of Papua New Guinea in 2014, it was found that it has an interstellar origin. He said that the 700 tiny remnants of the meteor did not match any of the existing alloys in our solar system. He also added that his team is now finding whether the spheres are artificial or natural in origin. Cat, what are you doing right now? Oh, goodness gracious. Oh, good. Seems like you don't want to do a video game podcast with me. Oh, my God. Why do you say that? Well, you seemed interested like six months ago, and it hasn't been discussed since. Oh, my God. Yeah. And what have I told you like a dozen times? I, I don't, don't have time to do the gaming podcast right now. It's going to happen. In of September. course you do. You're so busy on everybody else's channel. You don't focus on your own shit. <laughs> That's helping me grow my brand, though, man. That's helping. Kind of. No, it actually is helping. Okay. So, yeah, Meteor might be uh, an alien piece of technology. What do you think? Neat. I don't know. An alien piece of technology? So it's like, an, so it's a piece of alloy that we don't recognize. So it's not like a rock. It's like metallic. It's, it's metallic and it doesn't match any of the known alloys in the universe. I suppose that there could be like meteors that are composed of metal, right? Very possible, yeah. And it could have chipped off of that. Oh, strange. It is very just super weird. It's just like, hey, there could be aliens. It's also super weird that you always want to like scoop me along when it comes to me talking about this video game podcast. Dude, I was just... I told you. <laughs> I don't have the time right now. And it's going to launch in September. Hopefully. Don't you think people would want to hear me and you riff about video games? Dude, Javier I don't have loves the it, dude. Time now, bro. Javier has ripped several pairs of pants. His erection is so hard when we talk about video games. <laughs> mm -hmm. It's gonna happen. Just give me some time, bro. Come on. I got a lot on my fucking plate right now. I'm telling you. The things I know about video games. Aren't you kind of surprised when I know so much about video games? A little bit. No. Why? I like it, but it doesn't surprise me. Why doesn't it surprise you? Because I talk to a lot of people that know a lot about video Yeah, games. but do those same people also, like, climb mountains and shit? No. <laughs> right. So isn't it kind of weird that, like, my in-depth knowledge of, like, Bandai Namco... <laughs> <laughs> and then also, like, fucking what type of crampons you might want for ice... <laughs> Catulas, by the just way. Calm, just calm down, yeah. Okay. Catulas rule. If you don't have, you live where it's icy. You won't soon, so never mind. This is kind of redundant. But like, if you live in an icy climate, like micro spikes on your shoes are a fucking game changer. Like, you'll never oh, slip I, again. I have those. Yeah. They, I have. Yeah, they fucking my... rule. Well, a lot of people don't, and they're the best. Like, I we have two different sizes. We have like little itty bitty ones that have like little pencil erasers type spikes on them, and then we have ones that have like inch spikes and bruh. So much fun you just you're like a little cat on ice you're just like <laughs> all right i have a little bit of canadian news gross hit me okay no human remains found two years after claims of mass graves in canada i remember that right it was all over the fucking news right it was like schools of native kids or something were all murdered yeah. and put in mass so graves 
After two years of horror stories about the alleged mass graves of indigenous children at residential schools across Canada, because this wasn't one instance, this was multiple. It was all bullshit. Yeah, they claimed one, and then within a week, there were like five more. (laughs) That's Um, great. A series of recent excavations at suspected sites has turned up no human remains. Some academics and politicians say it's further evidence that the stories are unproven. Yeah, sounds like it. A group of indigenous people, also known as the Pine Creek First Nation, excavated 14 sites in the basement of Our Lady of Seven Sorrows Catholic Church near a residential school in Manitoba during four weeks this past summer. These so-called anomalies that were first detected using ground-penetrating radar... Um, pro- oh, hold on. The so-called... Uh, were fir- oh, were first detected using ground-penetrating radar, but on August 18th, uh, Chief Derek Nepinak of the Pine Creek Indian Reserve said no remains were found. Mm. Uh, he also says, or someone from the Department of History in Montreal says, quote, I don't like to use the word hoax because many... Because it's too strong, but there are also too many falsehoods circulating about this issue with no evidence. Leah Thomas is trending right now. Why? Apparently he won some sort of race or whatever. So then um, a woman's lacrosse coach congratulated the person who came in second, like the woman who came in said girl, whatever, and was like, you know, you fucking won. There you go. And then this is videos of Leah Thomas being like fucking leagues ahead of everybody else. I'm telling you. What needs to happen is a bunch of boys need to be like, hey, we're women now, and just start fucking up women's sports. Like, do not, gentlemen, do not hurt any woman. Like, don't go into fucking soccer and start breaking legs or anything like that. But, like, a perfect sport is, like, golf, swimming, any of those type of sports, where, and just start fucking it up. Just start dominating until it's just silly, and people need to be like, ah, yeah, okay, we need to, like, everybody who's here right now is just a dude claiming to be a chick, and... That's that's a problem. Speaking of dudes claiming to be chicks, this is a good segue into the next story I have. Dope. Remember that transgender teacher with the giant Z titties? That dude's trolling for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Um, The teacher who was suspended for having prosthetic Z cup breasts gets a new job teaching at an Ontario secondary school despite protests and parent inquiries. Kayla Lemieux previously claimed his breasts were natural despite being photographed multiple times dressed as a man outside school hours. His new school has had to introduce additional security measures to accommodate the controversial teacher. The security protocols include locking exterior school doors during school hours, banning parents from coming to the school without an appointment, and student uh, and students... Oh, scheduling it via phone or and students use an intercom system before entering the building. What's the TLDR on this one? What does that mean? Too long, didn't read. I learned that recently. Oh, that's it. So basically, this guy he um he was removed without pay. Uh, sorry, he was suspended but with pay. Right while they figured out the whole thing, he just got hired by a new high school. To, they've implemented new security measures to accommodate him, and the new measures include students having to use an intercom to enter the school building, the school right. locking the doors of the school during school hours, and not allowing parents on the property without an appointment. Aren't school doors locked anyway? It's Canada. Does that mean yes or no? It depends on the area, in all honesty. 
Because, like, schools in America, all the doors are supposed to be locked because, you know, shooters and stuff. Okay, so are parents also not allowed um, without an appointment on school yeah. property? Yeah. Really? Yeah. So even if there's a fucking... Like, it's net- not necessarily, like, you need an appointment. Like, you couldn't just walk into the school because all the doors are locked. So you have to go in through the main office, and then you have to, like, let them know what you're doing. You couldn't just, like, walk in and then just start heading to your kid's class. You'd have to be like, hey, I'm here to pick up my kid, blah, blah, blah. Gotcha. Okay, okay. I and know, it's I thought- not just for shooters. It's also, like, a lot of people are divorced, and, like, the dad's not allowed to have It's custody. a safety protocol for family issue. Whatever may arise, basically. Yeah, so I'm just wondering if they're, like, hyping up this story and being like, the doors are all locked, and parents need to make an appointment to be there. And it's like, yep, just that's, like every other school. That's not a common thing in Canada. Oh, well, yeah. it is here. I was so distracted while you were reading that story because there's a picture of like all the women jumping into the pool and it says XX, XX, XX. And like all these women are, you know, within a couple of inches of diving in the water. Mm-hmm. And then Leah Thomas is above them all like an eagle XY, like clearly going to get like three feet further distance in that initial dive off of all these ladies. How does that fucker do that? Like, don't you just feel gross just like dominating women swimming and not being like, this is not fair whatsoever. I- I'm a bad person. No, because this is what happens when you aren't raised with two proper parents. Yeah, yeah. This, this, this guy went to daycare for sure. <laughs> exactly. Um, and my last piece of news for today, the Trudeau government issues a travel advisory for two SLGBTQIA plus Canadians. Yeah, you posted that. Where did the SL come from? So it's too spirited. Oh, yeah, it was two S. 2SP, right? So, no, 2-spirited, so 2S, and then LGBT, lesbian, gay, bisexual, trans. Know that and one. Q is queer, I right. is intersex, and A right. is asexual. And then plus means, and everyone else. Everything else, yes. Um, That's like when we had the bearded bitches on, and it was like, what do you think about like that acronym just growing and growing, and the flag just getting ever-evolving? And they were like, no, dude, everybody deserves to be like loved and appreciated. It's like, okay, yeah, well, was- then nobody is... Yeah, they got super defensive, though, because they knew that they couldn't win on that point. They couldn't answer the questions. It's just like, okay, so then, like, straight white men. Okay, I want to be represented on there. Where's my fucking spot on the rainbow flag, bruh? Right? The Trudeau government issues a travel advisory for LGBT peoples traveling to the U.S. Yeah, where, where, where are they afraid of? Um, okay, so some states have enacted laws and policies that may affect 2S LGBTQIA plus persons. <laughs> Check yeah. relevant state and local laws, the August 29th update on the Canadian government travel website said. So where? So, let's see. It doesn't actually say. What the fuck? Oh, okay, here, here. Um, so states that have passed such laws include Florida. Oh, just include. Florida's what? the only one they name. But What law does Florida have that's against gay people? Uh, so Florida has the... Um... I mean, they call it the don't say gay bill, but it was that bill that basically just banned all the. That just keeps teachers from talking about sexual things with children lower than third grade. So what does that have to do with gay people? And then they also banned uh, individuals under the age of 18 from uh, attending pride events and drag shows and all that stuff. They made that illegal. From going to pride parades? From going to pride parades or um, drag queen shows and all of that stuff. I think it was just going to drag stuff. It might have just been the drag stuff then, yeah. But yeah, uh, kids aren't allowed to go to that, and that's considered homophobic. I would love to hear Justin Trudeau explain why a child 
should be able to go see. There's a clip a that, that is show. in the article that I shared in the Discord. Oh, really? Where he there explains is. it. Um, other states such as Missouri, Indiana, and South Carolina have passed laws protecting women's sports from biological male competitors. I'm looking at a picture of Leah Thomas dominating these right. poor girls right now. Like, so that's how, considered homophobic. How do you well. look at that's what I'm saying, dude? We need to troll these people. It must be done. We need high school boys like me and my friends were when we were in high school. If we would have were told that you could just be like, I think I'm a girl and you could go on the girls golf team or tennis team. We would be fucking up those leagues, bro. We would be dominating. Ridiculous. Did you know? Um, did you know that like the women's. um, Like the American team that was just in the World Cup. Do you know that they practice against boys high school teams? Because that's about like the equivalent. Of, yes, that, like, I did know that. Yeah. And do, like the like Serena Williams practices against Serena Williams, I think is actually very based. I'm pretty sure. She's like, bruh, I'm as good as a high school boy. Like, the high school champions are as good as I am. Because mm -hmm. there was some debate about, like, who's better, like, her or, like, McEnroe or something like that. And it was like, well, <laughs> you're a guy, so, like, you have speed advantage, height advantage, length advantage. Like, you are you have advantages in all the areas that make tennis easier. So, you are, I'm as good as a high school boy. So, there you go. Isn't that um, wild? It is. It's very wild. I mean, um, it's not that wild. Like men are just better at like our bodies are fucking designed for it. Yeah, you guys. Not not, not every dude. It's not like I'm like I could beat Serena Williams in tennis. Like fuck no. But generally, generally speaking, yeah. Like me and my sister have been snowboarding for the exact same amount of time. Right. We started on the exact same day. I'm just fucking better than her. That's all there. Like and it pisses her off so bad. And it's like sorry, homie. I just am. Um, I mean that that's all the news, like the shocking headlines that I have this week. Don't you agree that that's the best way to fight back though, is just have a bunch of like fucking chads join up in these women's sports? And again, gentlemen, don't go hurting anybody. You just are here to you prove. You know a point. what I would really like to see instead is all of these women, instead of being fucking That's hush, true. Hold on. Instead of being fucking hush hush about this shit when you see it happening and it's yep. whispering to each other that you don't like it. How about you fucking make a stand and actually shun your competitors? You're that 100 percent right. That would they make should a all, lot more sense. When the gun goes off to jump in the pool, they should all sit there and like let the dude jump in and start his little lap. And then they should all be yeah. like three, two, one, go, and then have their own competition. Like, be like, we're not dealing with this fucking bullshit. You remember last year when there was kind of like those shadow drop interviews of some of Leo Leah Thomas's like um Yeah, competitors teammates, being right? like this is BS. And they were yeah, just like, oh yeah, we talked to the coach, but the coach wouldn't let us do anything. So like all of us knew that this was wrong, but no one would listen to us and all i'm thinking is like you guys didn't have to just focus on the coach or whatever making a thing you could have made a stand without saying and doing anything but you know how women are they need a dude to lead them or else they're just gonna be like oh i don't want to say anything you know what i mean but yeah no men we need some dudes in there <laughs> no, honestly women just need to fucking nut up that's really all that needs to happen if you don't want this shit to continue yeah yeah. No, I'm totally kidding about like women. I mean, they definitely they're all just afraid to speak out because that's what they do, man. They make it so that you're just afraid to be like, this is some bullshit. Like you can't be like, hey, you know that 2020 election? That was some fucking bullshit, right? They'd be like, 
And you know what's the funniest thing, though? Like, let's say Trump would have won. They would have all been like, that was some bullshit. This election was rigged. <laughs> they wouldn't shut the fuck up about it. Yeah, no, I know. But as soon as, like, their guy wins, they're like, if you question the election, you're a fucking asshole. <laughs> what? Ridiculous. <laughs> what? Ridiculous, man. But don't you think that, that would help if, like, uh, each each high school, 30 dudes are like, fuck it, let's do it. And they all just join up on women's sports and just start kicking ass and just being like, nah, dude, I'm a chick. But we're Don't you think that would help bring about change really quickly? No, because we're already fucking seeing that and no one's doing anything. I don't think that many dudes are doing female sports. So in terms of like having a group of dudes on a single team, no. But there are many instances of women getting the shit kicked out of them by so-called female competitors and no one's doing anything. Like, don't be playing soccer, boys. We don't need to you slide tackling anybody well, and fucking up their the, knees. Um, all the female UFC, like there was that one uh, chick. I think it was last yeah. year. Yeah. She went up that against was a, a trans dude. person, and she fucking ended up in the hospital because he cracked her skull. I think that that person should have known that before they agreed to the fight. Can't say, but that this is what I mean. Like these women will just say it all behind backs, but they won't actually. If that woman actually just looked at it and was just like, "I can't fight that. That's a dude," and just stood her ground, that would have made far more of a difference. And you know what? I'm gonna, you know what? I'm gonna be a little misogynistic right now. Women, you? It's it's your fucking fault that all this transgender shit went as far as it did in terms of invading female spaces and female sports. Because if you guys actually took a fucking stand and did something the first time it happened, none of this shit would be happening yeah. with Leah Thompson, with sports, with these fucking weirdos using the bathroom and, you know, sexualizing tampon use and menstruation. And then, uh, but here's the thing, like J.K. Rowling, very woke lady. She's like, Dumbledore's gay, by the way, but like all that kind of stuff. And she's like, by the way, um women should be respected and like women are their own thing like nothing against trans people whatsoever but like women are also important and they're like you fucking bigot <laughs> she's still yep. killing it though that's the thing it's all this like news media and hype but like she quietly has worth more than most countries yeah, <laughs> yeah i'm sorry ladies but this one's on fucking you and yeah don't fucking demonize women like jk rowling who listen i don't agree with everything jk rowling says but there's like when it comes to this gender shit she's pretty fucking spot on and i say that as someone that has read every major statement she's put out about this garbage i'm sorry to do this but what do you think kicked off like all this gender stuff like what do you think it happened to make it so it's like okay uh, yeah your gender is a spectrum and you can you can flip and flop and whatever you want to do and yeah dude dudes should be able to swim against ladies fuck it this is a multifaceted approach this isn't just one thing happened and it spiraled out it's an attack on the nuclear family because yes. the right there's first off is you're emasculating men. So they aren't procreating anymore. So now you're also causing a stunt in population, which means that you can bring all these people from all across the world to replace your population. And they will be far more docile because, Oh, you've given them a chance of freedom. Right. Second of all, it's everything that's in our fucking food. And yeah, that might sound like a conspiracy theory, nah, but it's plastic. It's fucking, yeah, it's fucking proven that all the shit that we're consuming on a daily basis, so all the uh, glycophate and sprays that are on our fruits and vegetables, those affect all of your hormones and have shown to show sex changes in actual animals. All yep. of the toxins within the plastics that we use on microwave stuff, 
bottled water, even just eating utensils. Fuck, even your kids playing on a playground with recycled tires, that's all shit that is affecting your hormones and your reproductive health. And it's why testosterone levels have dropped as significantly as they have in the last 50 to 60 years. And then they, it's like social media, it's like TikTok especially, is like, oh, hey, let's just start feeding you stuff about like, hey, man, are you confused about your sexuality? Which like, mo- especially girls, but like most adolescents have some time where they're like, huh. And they're like, well, maybe you're gay. Maybe uh, you should be trans. Maybe then, uh, maybe you should have some surgeries you can't undo. Here's, here's the next one, which is probably going to make me seem like a homophobe to a lot of people. It was legalizing you? gay marriage. You think so? I have nothing against gay people, but it was, and honestly, I actually have no problem with gays getting married, but it's the fact that you took it from getting married to, oh, we should have a pride day. Oh, we should have a pride week. Oh, we should have a pride month. Oh, we should have two pride months. Oh, all of summer is pride. I think that that's an agenda by somebody bigger than, like, if you were China and you really wanted to fuck up the United States from within it, wouldn't you be like, let's just, like, keep pushing this gay? Like, let's see how many people we can get to become gay. Like, you know what I mean? And that's, but that's exactly it is. First of all, you convince them it's okay to do this, and then you convince more of them they're gay, and then more of them push all of this garbage. I don't know. I see what you're saying. I just think that, like, like gay people getting married, who fucking cares? Like, oh, my God. I'm, that's I, what I'm saying. I don't care that they get married. I'm just saying that that was the first to get the ball rolling. Because yeah, now... Well, here's the thing. I think that p- allowing, like, gay marriage was... It became a machine, right? Mm-hmm. And then once it's like, okay, gay people can get married, nobody cares. And, like, dude, are you kidding me? Like, our, like, our generation and below us, we don't give a we fuck, don't care. dude. Yeah. We don't fucking care be married to whoever you want to be married to. I don't get pay your fucking taxes. Don't drive a goddamn Harley. <laughs> Keep your dog in your own yard. And then we're square, don't be a man. Douchebag. Yeah. Don't be a douchebag. We're good. But like once you've built a machine built on donations and charities, and now the problem, the nut that you were supposed to crack has been cracked. You got to look for your next nut and you got to make something into a problem. So you got to be like, you know what? Trans people. Trans people need to write that trans people. And then it becomes it's the machine. It's like called progressivism for a reason, right? It never stops moving. The machine well, like, must continue to move. And this is what I mean. Like trans people was an easy thing when you factor in all the other things going on in terms of, you know, physical health, food, society, all of that even shit. Like people even being trans, then, I don't give a fuck about like back. Okay. Like back in the day, let's picture 10 years ago when there was like maybe a handful of them, like whatever, man, trans people, <laughs> whatever you're going through, whatever's up with you, ah, fuck it, whatever makes you happy, man, or man, lady, whatever. En- enjoy your fucking life. I don't really want to fuck around with that, but like, I just wish you nothing but the best. Enjoy yourself. But now it's clearly with like the huge rise in the, its popularity, something else is going on. It's it's like a weaponized. It's a psyop. There we go. It's a psyop. Yeah, I guess that is the word for it because it's just like so pushed in mainstream news and media and everything. It's just like trans, uh, trans. Because you said like whatever makes you happy, man or woman, right? You said that. Um, yeah, whatever. Like I know someone from high school that ended up transitioning a few years ago. Yeah. And I had them on Xbox and one of my other friends was like, hey, can you reach out to this person? Because like they had a falling out and it's just like, I really want to apologize to this person because it's their you know, Kelsey. I guess maybe. <laughs> um, So I reached out to him and like, I just say like, hey, man, to everyone. Right. Or hey, dude. Oh, no. So I started the best job like, hey, man, I hope you're doing well. And then um, 
or no, I said his name. I said, Hey, I hope you're doing well. There we go. And then he responded. I was like, Hey man, that's all cool. And then he, he just stopped responding uh, after I said, cause that. he said, ma'am. Cause I said, Hey man, <sighs> that's the thing, dude. I just think that there's so much else going on with people who can't figure out what gender they are. Like, I don't oh, know. Uh, the drugs are the other problem because everybody's, oh, yeah. everybody's on something. Okay. You, I know, okay. How, how do I put this nicely? I know a say lot it, of people. No, just say it. Say it not nicely. Just put it bluntly. Yeah, you're right. So like, Ace guy became a fucking asshole after he started doing Adderall so that he could study for the like to be get into law school. He became a fucking douche who was ready to argue about fucking anything. Mm-hmm. Uh, Kelsey also started taking medicine for her ADHD that she was like on again, off again. Like she openly admitted it on the podcast. She's like, I'm either on meds or not on meds. That's mm-hmm. fucking with your brain so much to kind of like take an amphetamine and then not take an amphetamine off and on all the time your brain is doing fucking cartwheels so the fact that we get into a big old fight about her and her cleaning and her cleaning people coming it's like no wonder it reminds me a lot of fucking ace guy when he became a fucking asshole because he started taking adderall dude and you listen to like obviously i listen to joe rogan and it's easy to just dismiss him as being like oh that fucking idiot but like he has people on who are experts in the field of like brain chemistry and drugs and they talk about how so many journalists students children are on adderall and it's just fucking you up so bad you're on basically a just different slightly tweaked version of methamphetamine and they're like here you go champ and yeah, it makes you fucking wild. That's a, uh. um just to take it a step further. Brain. So if it's not directly fucking with your brain chemistry, most of these drugs very severely affect your digestive system. Specifically, most of those drugs affect the gut bacteria and flora that you naturally have. When that balance is disturbed, it actually does send emotional signals to your brain that actually can affect whether you're depressed, whether you're right. angry, whether you're anxious. So a term like a gut feeling came from something. Exactly. So the it's not only fucking up your brain chemistry in which it's trying to retrain your brain, but it's fucking up every other system that sends good signals to your brain right. as well. That's and why I use my promo that, code and get yourself some AG1 and fix that shit. On top of that, all of that shit gets processed through your liver. And what does it end up doing? Because it's all fucking chemicals. It doesn't break down fully. Instead, what ends up happening is all of that excess, it doesn't all leave your body. It gets stored in your fat. And when it gets stored in your fat, it just sits there and it festers and it enters your bloodstream. Yeah. So you're when you're on this is like I've been on antidepressants. I've been on so many medications. I can't even keep track of them. Right. I know what it fucking does to a person. So when I say that I don't want to take XYZ, when I say I don't even take fucking aspirin, I'm saying that because I've been the before and after. I know what it's doing to your body. I don't want anything else to do that to my body. So why is it when you point out then like when I like even just different family, I know a couple of family members that also have like gotten on Adderall and you're like, hey, you've kind of changed as a person. And there's like, no, I'm not. I'm fucking fine. It's you who's a dick. Because nobody ever wants to be told they're wrong. (laughs) Even if it's something as simple as, hey, you put that away in the wrong spot. Nobody ever wants to be told they're wrong. Being able to accept being wrong and being like, oh, yeah, that was my bad. Like, that is probably the best quality in a person. Yeah. And that this is and this is the other reason why female friendships are so difficult is because women are not only strong-headed but they also refuse to take accountability in a lot of situations so they'll be like oh like 
I've become like really zen and in tune with myself. But really all that means is that you have blocked out every possible negative voice that will <laughs> tell you that you have X, Y, and Z things right. to actually improve on. That's uh, that's another thing that I think about. Like when I'm out running, or I told you this, like, or no, I think I was yelling at Miss Yeti about this, but it's like, what type of friend would I be if it was like, yeah, I noticed some obvious errors that you're making in your day to day, but like you go and like a fucking real friend would be like, no, hey, we had man. this conversation as well. Yeah, did we? Okay. Yeah. And it was like, hey, man, uh, I think you're kind of fucking up around over here. Uh, you know, like maybe we should talk about it and then just be like, fuck you. It's like, okay. And that just basically nobody wants to be told they're wrong. That's really all it is. Mm. That's why I find it really hard to be offended by things because I can accept when I'm wrong. And also I can accept when I need to actually take things seriously. So if someone just randomly wants to call me fat, I'm like, okay, yeah, I'm a little self-conscious about myself, but you're a rando. Do you have any effect on my life at all? Do you know what I'm struggling with? Do you know that right. I, I, I eat well and I exercise? Who are you and to tell me that I'm fat? Like Goggins always says, yeah, I've never met a hater doing better than me. You, you know what I mean? So they're just they're just bitching at you on the internet because they're like, fuck, dude, I wish I had a channel that was doing well. Well, no, I'm just talking about people in general because I've been I've been wounded quite a many times by women. That's why I find it very hard to find female friends as well. Oh, gotcha. Yeah. Um, <sighs> but yeah, women, um, that, that's just, yeah, unfortunately, that's just a factor of people, man. I'm sorry. But so many people just love it. It's just like, oh, yeah, you know, you never you never question what I'm doing. You just fucking and just sing my praises and go like, go, go you. Whether we're a kid or whether we're an adult, we all just seek validation at the end of the day. Doesn't matter if it's right or wrong. It doesn't matter if, if what they're validating is a bad thing. It's you're getting validated. Just you're like being struggle told is so beautiful. Like you got to like it's a hiking thing. It's like getting to the summit is fucking great. And it's like the thing that happens the rarest in mountain climbing. You spend a lot of time at base camp. Mm -hmm. You spend a lot of time on your way up. Like you got to learn to love the, the, the process, the journey, the experience. Like, yeah, I don't know. I love doing difficult shit, man. Like every single day. Do you think I want to get in that fucking cold bathtub? Hell no. But like, it wakes me up and it makes me feel fucking great when I get out of it. So every morning I stand there and I look at it and I'm like, fuck this and then i hit go on my watch and i sit in that fucking cold water dude i'm going to be 32 soon and i'm about to make my fourth career change of my life i can't i can't listen i can't sit and just be happy with one thing i need to be able to do not do everything but i need to at least try everything i need to challenge myself in that maybe way. you have adhd and you should be I medicated don't, i don't have adhd that was a thing that me and Mrs. Yeti were just talking about too. If they were like, yo, dude, if, you know, as Yeti Jr. gets older, because he's a boy, mm -hmm. and they're like, uh, he actually has ADHD and we think he needs to be on medication, we would be like, here's a big old middle finger. Maybe he just needs to like run more. Yeah. Why is that never a, Why can't a, a, he just a, play outside, maybe? <laughs> right. Because we've noticed that every time like that we spend a large chunk of time outside, the kids like sleep better. They eat more like they eat better. Like they're just better behaved kids than days that we're like cooped up inside because it's like fucking and windy or whatever. This is and another like, huh. this is another factor that leads to that whole like transgender thing on the rise and gender ideology is a lot of kids that are cooped up in their rooms all day. You've removed the importance of the natural world to human existence. That's totally true. Like, just think about it just even in a simplest way. So there is, 
I firmly believe that there is an energy that connects us to the earth. That's the reason that we've gotten as far as we have. But it's the same reason why if you just take your shoes off, for example, and stand on the grass, you will feel almost like a kinetic feeling of energy traveling through you because you're connecting with something that is wired into your blood. And modernity has done its best to perfect the inside so you never have to be dependent on the outside. Put you in an apartment that's like 13 stories up where you barely see the light of day. You just got your head plugged into a gaming headset. White walls, no color around you. You look outside and you just see skyscrapers. You barely see the sun and you drink Mountain Dew and have a pizza. Yeah. No wonder you fucking feel weird, huh? I'll tell you what, like, going to what you said about how, like, there's a kind of, like, just... I don't know about like an energy connecting you to the ground or whatever. I get what you're saying, but it's, Mm -hmm. it's late. So my brain is a little jumbled, but so like our neighbors are getting ready to move. Right. So they're putting their house on the market and they made me a deal. They were like, you can take down any dead standing trees. And I was like, Oh fuck. Yeah. Because when we first moved up here, we took down a ton of trees, but we didn't have a wood burning stove. So we just got rid of all of it. Like we took it to a sort yard and it's just gone. And I have, now we have a wood burning stove and I want wood because that's fucking free heat and like a fire going in your house is like, it just does something to your body that you're just like, this is the way to live right here. Mm-hmm. And so they're like, you can have any, di-. so every weekend day that I've had, I've been over there with my chainsaw, cutting down a tree, taking off all the limbs, taking the brush to this enormous pile that I've made at the edge of our property. And then I get the log, put it on the trailer, take the trailer down to the back, unload it. And then I'm going to have to like cut it all into smaller bits and then whack it with an ax. And it's fucking awesome. And my neighbor does the same thing. And he he also has this like wood burning stove. And he's like, yeah, never do the math of how long it took you to gather all this wood versus how much propane costs to heat your house because you will realize that you're making like $2 an hour. And I was like, yeah, that's true. But also like, it's fucking fun. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like you just feel like I've done something today. And like yeah. now we have free heat. And let's say the propane can't come or let's say, some shit goes down with Russia and propane costs astronomical amounts. Like we're good on heat, man. I have a fucking massive log pile in the back of our yard. It's, it's incredible. <laughs> and I'm not done, dude. I'm going to be back at it Saturday. There you go. See, this is, it's a, this is just, it's an unfortunate side effect of modernity. What is modernity? Modern. Oh, the modern world just that's modern all. yeah you don't have to struggle for anything you go from your air-conditioned house into your air-conditioned car you get out and go into your air-conditioned office and, and to then be you... honest this is why fucking people are depressed because right. you have everything handed to you so you have no purpose even in this the basic survival sense so why would you be happy why would you have the opportunity to just sit there and be like what am i doing with my life you do nothing i'm telling you man i think there's so much like stuff that doing things that are hard. It's my favorite thing. I love doing things that are hard. Fucking love it. See, I, I like to challenge myself intellectually, I guess, compared to you. You tend to challenge yourself physically. I like to challenge myself intellectually. That's why I have four career changes going because uh, I, I want to do everything. <laughs> so <laughs> I, I just go through with all of them. And it's not that I like, like, I know you mentioned the ADHD, but it's not like I'm jumping around intentionally. It's just that I master it. I do it. I try it. I don't like it. So I find something else or not find something else. It's I move on down the list and it's just, it's a pattern I've only recently recognized. And don't I'm you only... think you'll get burned out on YouTube like super quick then? Yeah. So I'll probably make another change. <laughs> huh. 
but I'm okay with that because I that looking up, looking back on it, and I com- and that I know where you shouldn't compare yourself to others, but I compare myself to like my two closest girlfriends, right? One of them, she went to school for business and financial management, and she works just like uh basically she sells stocks for like some yeah financial firm or whatever, and. A year ago, she was happy, and now she's pretty miserable. And because she's kind of dug herself into the end, and she doesn't have, I guess, the drive mentally and emotionally to push herself some other way in that respect, she's stuck there. My other friend, she's a dancer, but she dances like she'll have like, like shows like once a year. What? No, 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 like a like a t- contemporary dancer. Um, she'll do like dance productions, but in between those productions. She just works like sales jobs, like retail jobs, whatever she can find. There's no drive to try and push. Like I've recommended to her like, hey, you, I, I've seen your performances. I know you can dance. There's literally a dance studio in our building. Like why haven't you considered just going to teach us? I don't know. There's no drive there. Mm. They're all content with where they are. I am never content with where I am because I always want to do more. <laughs> I get you. That's why I yeah, have as my soon as I became everywhere. a stay-at-home dad, and it was like, mm, let's get let like I've fiddled with the like I've done a podcast a couple of times. Like, let's see if I can like now that I have a little extra time, let's see if I can really get this thing going. Mm-hmm. I feel like I'm funny. I go back and I listen to older podcasts. Like you, we were talking about the Twisted Pickle or um, Jen, Big Jen, mm-hmm. Kayla's cousin. So I went and found that episode, the Twisted Pickle Witch, for you, and I sent it to you, and I clicked play on it. And next thing you know, I listened to myself for like 45 minutes, and I was like, dude, I'm funny <laughs> like I don't know, i'm not trying to be like oh, i'm bragging right now no, but it's just no, like I, I get what you're saying yeah i listen to me talking and i'm like dude I, i'm entertaining i i didn't even realize i had just listened to myself for 45 minutes like i don't know if i'm just insane or whatever but i was like i fucking am funny like this podcast could definitely go somewhere it's just so hard <laughs> but then again i don't know i'm doing better than most so it's all good there you go um it is pushing two in the morning Shall we cut it off here, sir? Yeah, this is fun. This was fun. I think we got a good productive conversation that I think a lot of listeners will appreciate if they get that far into the news segment. <laughs> and I don't even know what to title this. It's not really news. It was like video games for a long time. Meteorite story. Hold <laughs> Transgender on. stuff. News and then just cut it off in late night discussions about life. <laughs> <laughs> Late night Yeti F podcast, or what did Justin call it? Yeti, the Yeti uh, F show. Yeah, the Yeti F show after dark. There you go. There you go. <laughs> All right. Later, boner. Later, boner.